passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 244 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's Kyle and Ben, and we're ready to talk about some golf, some golf rules, some good rules, some bad rules, some rules changes, and we're going to talk some money. Uh, some live golf money, uh, put some, put it in perspective what these guys earn this year and how absolutely insane it is. But before we get that, we're going to talk about a way that you can earn some insane money. And that is through gambling, gambling on <laughs> responsibly on bet online, the number one sports betting website in the world or irresponsibly like I do. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, sign up today on your very first deposit. You can use this coupon code believe B L E A V and get a 50% bonus. Uh, you give them hundred bucks or give you 50, uh, 50 back to play with on top of that. Uh, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's, then you can just go win some, use your free money. Here's what you can do. I don't know. I got to go back and look exactly how you do it, but go ahead and take, if you get the $50 bonus, <laughs> Bet twenty five one way, twenty five the other, and guarantee yourself twenty five dollars. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and take advantage of that. Guys, uh, play in the system. Go ahead and take advantage of that free play, and then go win you some money with the rest. Uh, it's it's a ton of fun. They got an online casino. They got all kind of live lines, current lines, future lines, all kind of stuff. So, uh, college basketball today. is back, so you can now back, bet on basketball, college basketball. Absolutely, is back. So. Uh, and there's dadgum basketball games every single night. So get yeah. ready for it. Listen, uh, first of the season, hit the over on all of those games. Take the home team because all these home teams are going to be hosting no names, and they're going to be hanging up 115 on them. So home do overs. that now. Yes, home, home overs. overs. Love it. <laughs> Bet online is where the game starts. starts. Ben. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, the like USGA. Breaking my house. The USGA and the RNA. Yeah. Just released their rules uh, and updates that are coming yeah. uh, for 2023, um, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of talk about it. And uh, it's been a while since they've had sort of a overhaul. And um, I'm sorry, this is not the overhaul that they had the last go around, but no. there was some updates that that I think uh, are going to be uh, be very uh, very significant moving forward. Mm-hmm. So. Ben, you've uh, you've sort of you've sort of dug through this and picked out the the biggest talking points. So I'm gonna let you go, and then we'll just kind of comment on it. Uh, the 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 biggest the biggest two 
is probably going to be one that we have harped on. The biggest one by far is the one we have harped on at least once a month doing one doing a show. It's a tough day. And that is and that is how stupid it is that a guy is DQ'd or a girl, if it's LPGA tour, is DQ'd from the tournament for not signing their card. Mm. Especially when we've talked about it, as soon as they walk into the media tent or when they walk in the tent, people are pulling at them left and right to go do this and do that and do this interview and sign this for this person and go meet this sponsor and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes they just forget about it. I mean, we've talked to Grayson talked about it. We've talked about how he walked out forgotten and had to go back in there and sign it because he, he was able to do that. So uh, they're going to do away with that. Now, there's a caveat. This is based on the tournament saying whether they want to make it a rule or not. They're allowing tournaments to put that rule into place where it is just a two-stroke penalty if they do not sign the card. So some tournaments that we watch, I got a feeling somewhere like the Masters will keep the old rules just because they are big on tradition, and they'll probably DQ you if you don't sign your card at Augusta. But the Rocket Mortgage Challenge, it's going to be a two-stroke penalty if the guy walks out. What is the point of having a rule if places can just choose not to enforce it? I I said that when I read, when I was reading this article, I was like, well, this is stupid. So this is basically, it's, they're just saying it's okay for local places to do local rules now. Yeah. (laughs) They don't, you know, they're, they're like, if if you guys want to be the dicks that DQ somebody, that's fine. It's on you. If you, if you don't, then give them a two stroke penalty. It's actually kind of smart from the USGA. They're like, we're going to take, we're, we're, we're going to take the onus off of us and put it on the tournaments. But, uh, I mean, it's a good step in the right direction because I hate rules that you don't gain anything from. I know Nate's cannot, this is not a a rule that Nate's going to be very happy about. He's very traditionalist and he likes, you know, damn it, go in and sign your, sign your card. And you know what? There is something. There's a little bit something to that, but when it when millions of dollars and and stuff is on the line, and there is a chance that a gotcha rule could could screw your future up when it didn't have anything to do with your play on the course, and you earned what you earned on the course, and we have like scores that watch you play and score That's the thing. your card for, it. and like we all saw what you shot, uh, and just because you didn't go do a cl- you had a clerical issue uh you you could lose money lose status that's the that is like that is so dumb like it makes me want to fight people yeah like it makes me want to go fight people that would want to enforce that and see he's not here to defend himself but like you said nature you know and i it's like we told him before we said look nate this rule was implemented before they had the technology they do today so that's the whole reason the rule was around to hold people accountable so that way, if they put their name to it, but now you can't fudge on the scores. You can't lie. There's a freaking camera on every hole. There's an official score that goes with you. They pay those, or they got those volunteer people that walk with the damn pole that's got the score on it that they change it out every hell, single at time. At the forum tour, hell, at the forum tour, we had volunteers at every three holes sitting yeah. there asking you, all three players when they come off, what'd you have on the last three holes? And you had to tell them, boom, boom, boom. So if you're, I mean, there's people like we know what you shot as you go through the course. Like it, right. it's, uh, it's, um, I don't know. So it, yeah, it was, it's just an archaic rule. So USGA not changing the rule. They're just bending it a little bit and saying, Hey, you DQ know, was absurd. DQ so, was, it was absurd. Two stroke and, penalty is, is it can be just as bad, but um, at least you have a chance to shoot. Your, you got a chance 
unless it happens in the second round and those two strokes put you over the cut, um, you you typically are going to have a chance to play your way. Well, like that nightmare, which granted you got to, you got to have your wits about you when you with the guy that was looking to qualify and he had qualified and didn't sign his card. And then they called him later that night and they were like, Hey, you didn't sign your card. And they DQ'd him. And so he ended up not getting his tour card that year and had to go back through. Like now it's going to be a two stroke penalty. So he would have just dropped two strokes overnight and started out two shots behind where he ended the day, the day before. Uh, if, if you're, they, if you're a guy, if they adopt that rule. let me ask you this. Let's say you are. I know you're. You're probably petty like me, so I, I may know the answer to this. Um, if uh, if you're a guy who that cost them big time, and now you see that it only costs you two strokes, how how do you feel about it? I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm totally pissed. You're like, if, no, I'm that, if I'm that guy that we were just talking about, I, I am right now. I'm calling, and maybe that's why the USGA said we're going to put it. We're going to let that be in the hands of the tournaments. Because we don't need all these guys that have DQ'd from these tournaments calling us up and being like, oh, now you changed the rule. Okay, cool. That's awesome. It yeah. only cost me $3 million. Appreciate that. Mighty nice. It only cost me my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a club pro in Florence, Alabama, instead of being, <laughs> being on tour. I mean, yeah. so, it I seems mean, like it, it could open yourself up for changing stuff like that. It seems like it could open yourself up for a lot of um, – you know, whatever. But at the same time, I think it makes the game better. But we do admit it was a dumb rule to start with. It's just, it's, it's DQ is just too, it's too steep. That's just yeah. too steep for, so something needed to be done. I get they need to be penalized because they're not, they're doing something. They're breaking a rule. They're not, they're not completing their round. I get that. But the fact that they can play three rounds of golf and on the fourth round, they get shoved to the media tent, completely forget to sign their card because they just, I don't know, finish top 10 for the first time in their career and they get DQ'd. It's like, no, that's BS, man. I mean, huge. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a bad thing. The other one is one that we, we talked about. And I like how they say that uh, they, they are uh, making some exceptions and some loose, loose changes or something like that. What they're saying. Uh, If a ball moves due to natural forces, we saw this a couple of times. One was a couple of years ago. You brought up an example um, when we were talking pre-show uh, one was a couple of years ago. The biggest one was probably Ricky Fowler, who went on to win the tournament, the Waste Management Open that year. But he hit on that par five on number 15, because it's right before 16, the crazy hole. On 15 on that par five, he flew the green and went in the water. When you do that, you're allowed to drop on that backside, which is a steep bank. He dropped his ball. Ball was set. He goes up to the green to read the green. He comes back and his ball's gone. And that's a two-stroke penalty. So... They are now doing away with that. You will not be penalized if a natural forces move your ball. If your ball like gravity, yeah, like gravity, or or the wind the moves wind. it like on the green or something like that, you can replace. It. And the biggest thing is stuff like that that happened with him, like it rolling back in a hazard. Uh, the one example you used was the guy that marked his ball and it did the wind it blow his ball or blow the mark? It blew off the mark, like yeah. it was marked, but the ball was still down. He walked away and it rolled off the mark. And so like we knew how we knew exactly where to go back and place the ball. And we still got he still got a two stroke penalty. Yeah. And so that is that, the dumbest thing ever. That is. That's totally stupid. So that's that's gonna be that's gonna go away. So we won't see that move, which I think is a good thing. I don't think that anybody any player is gonna call up and bitch about that. I think, like you said, some people may call and bitch about something. You know what else. this is? You know what that has been? 
What's that, buddy? You know what? It's not. It's not lazy leadership because you have to make a judgment call. You actually have to make a tough call instead of just having this blanket rule that says if your ball ever moves, you have to give somebody. No, you're like, no. Look here, intent matters. Uh, what happens in the situation matters. Uh, and when you're not doing something, when when there's something out of your control that causes your ball to move that you didn't cause, there is no, there is no way. Ever you should have ever been penalized, but definitely, I mean, moving the rule, changing the rule that is that is that is big because that is a win for common sense, and I'm a huge fan of common sense winning. Yes, you're right, huge fan of it. That and um, putting out stakes so people know where to drive during the rain, so there's never yes. path only rain plans. <laughs> I love them. I'm a big fan of rain. Having a, having a rain plan. Uh, one that I. Apparently did not know this rule. I thought hey, they were able backtrack. To... You know tell how no that's even more the rain plan is even more of a legit, a legit thing. We actually have a sod plan with the new course that yeah. we, ne- we so we have entrances and exits that are programmed into the into the cart because we have new sodded areas that you can't drive on. So mm-hmm. I know that you can go in there and program certain drive you can other than just the regular everyday deal i know you can go in and custom edit those those gps's to have marked off areas i know for a fact you can do it now so there you go kyle thinks every course drains just automatically no they don't drain automatically (laughs) but you know what they do drain they always drain in the same place because rain because rain will always collect in the same place true or true or false it's true. We're moving on past this. We're not okay. getting into right, this. This go. was let's... not. This was not part of the rules discussion that we were discussing here. That's not a rule. That's just a crazy take that Kyle has that he wants to change. He wants to change the game of golf. Um, I guess I didn't understand. I thought that you could already do this. Apparently, you couldn't. One of the biggest changes comes in the area of equipment. Uh, in this new year, players will be allowed to replace a club that was damaged during a round for any reason except for anger or abuse. So what's his name that threw that putter about 150 yards into the woods? You can't replace that putter. Paddle up. That's, that but if you hit one off like a cart path or something? I thought they could already do that. I don't I think thought, you could. I, don't I think thought you they could. could. I thought because. Not I during the round. Were, like, because, okay, so Bubba busted his driver. And Ping was on site and they brought him a new driver. All in the same round? In a tournament, yeah. In the same round. I'm pretty sure. I must be wrong because this is the new rule that you can now do that. But was that uh, is it's different? Is it different if it's caught like all right? For example, you bust your driver on a tee box. Is that the same as if you're hitting a punch out behind a tree and you break the the shaft on on the tree? Is that different? That was just like a freak thing with the driver. This is yeah. like you hit your you hit your shot into a bad spot and your next shot ended up with you breaking a club like is there a difference in that i don't i don't know i'm just i don't know there must be i will say when he did that to his driver uh he still hit it over 300 yards even though it, it, he, the driver head went like 120 yards um but it said that uh yeah as long as you're not doing an anger or abuse like you just said i i guess guys would would they continue to play with a wedge if they like hit it with a rock and scuffed it up i guess they just continue the round with it until yeah probably have to. now now they can have somebody radio up to the to the truck because they all got those tailor-made trucks and Titleist trucks that are out there yep. that have all I wonder though, equipment. I wonder though, this seems like it could open up a bucket of, uh, you know, yeah. uh, open up a Pandora's box it's, because it's, 
I think somebody like a Patrick Reed, which he's not on PGA Tour anymore, but somebody like him, like they get into a questionable area, he may take a little deeper swing just to see if he can screw the club up. Yeah, uh, I, I should have hit my, used my wedge that had the – it's going to have to be where like the club has to come out in the exact same conditions it was already approved in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't change the bounce on your wedges or you can't go from a 56 to a 58 or something like – or a – or a, I, I don't really know. Like you come out – your eight iron, you come out with one that's like lofted way strong now, stronger than the other. Right. Uh, it seems like there could be a, a bunch of stuff that be opened up. Here's another thing: when you when you want to replace your ball, you have to have your playing partner approve it. So, like, surely you're going to have to have your playing partner sign off on. Yeah, and it doesn't go into detail on that on the on the changes. I guess we'll have to see that when it uh, when it officially gets printed. Like, are you going to get a little scuff on the bottom? You're like, hey, I need to get a new wedge. And then uh, Patrick Reed's like, nah, you're gonna just gonna have to play. Well, it wouldn't be Patrick Reed because he's in, on the live tour. But yeah. somebody be like, nah, it's good. Jim Furyk. Jim Furyk did it. He he's done it before where he wouldn't let you change balls. But like Jim Furyk's like, no, nah, looks good to me. Keep you know, go ahead and finish the whole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, could it be? Could, it, it, I don't know. This seems like trying to fix a rule, a problem that's not really there, but I could be wrong. Well, that's the thing. You see this happen, what, maybe once around where a guy's got to hit out from behind a tree and bends a club or breaks the club as he almost follow through or something like that. Yeah. Other than that, this isn't like something that's common. So now that they can switch it out, is it going to be more common? Are they going to start doing stuff that they don't sure. need to do because they know that they can Oh, they're going to abuse it? the hell out of that. They're <laughs> going to figure a way to game the hell out of that. Just get ready. There's no, I mean, no doubt. You know, their truck, you know, if you're a tailor made guy, the truck's got There's three seven irons sitting in it. It's got it's it's got that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I don't I don't this is one that I don't like. I don't like this. I mean that's, I don't that's, dislike it, I just don't think it was a problem. I don't think it was I don't an think issue. it was a problem, but I, I mean, you know, I don't know, it may make the game more exciting doing this because as I just said, they're gonna abuse like you said, they're gonna abuse the hell out of it because you know, those times that they've just taken a wedge and punched out to the center of the fairway to avoid disaster or to avoid busting up a club. Now they're like, oh, the hell with it. Give me that four iron. I'm going right through that hole right there. I'm going to, I'm going to bounce it off this cart path. And if it scratches, scratches, you know, scratches it up, I got one waiting on me at the green when I get up there. Yeah. I don't know. Seems like just trying to fix a problem that's not there. You yeah. Because as we, as we said, it happens once every. Right. And even though, the PGA Tour and USGA, one of the other significant rules, and it's not really a rule of changes, even though they can't get their darn website and their app to work correctly, <laughs> they are now going all digital. There will be no printed rule books anymore. Nice. Everybody, everybody has a phone on them. They're going to have a, a USGA rules app that you can go to. Let's hope it works better than the PGA Tour app. And you can, if there's a question in the round, either the rules official that's there can pull out his phone and look at it, the players have phones in their bags. They will be allowed, if the rules official doesn't have it, they can look it up, use the app, get the rule quantified, whatever, and then move on if they have any questions about certain rulings. So I like um, that. They're doing no rule books anymore. It's going to be on an app. So if you don't have your phone with you, paperless, course, let's yes, go. Going completely paperless. There's a couple of others that uh, they made as far as making some some changes, but nothing. Super significant. Uh, yeah, nothing that those it, are all it, we've all stuff we've talked about before. Also, so. stuff that I didn't even know was a thing. They were talking about in stroke play, 
you know, now uh, people like us amateurs don't have to indicate their handicap index on the card. I was like, I've never done it anyway. Kyle asked me what my handicap is currently, or he looks it up on the yeah. end. I don't write it down on the card. And they were like, you don't have to write it on the card anymore. I was like, yeah, bub, I hadn't written it on We've the card. We've been living ever. a lie. <laughs> We've been living a lie. A dishonest. We have a dishonest golf life. Again, like Kyle said, we go digital. You can look up that gin number right now. I can look it up. Yeah. I can, if he's lying to me, I can just look at it. I can see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of going digital. Look, yes. if you're gonna go if you're gonna go dig, get if you're gonna be serious about golf and you're gonna go digital and you're gonna get you a little rangefinder, there's mm-hmm. no reason to spend seven hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars on a rangefinder anymore when you can get a blue tees uh rangefinder with all the features uh that you get from the Bushnells. For as a matter of fact, I'm so, I, I'm I sold my Bushnell. How about that? I had Did the you? Bushnell V three slope edition, tour slope edition. You know, they, everything they, they about it, got rid of it, got a blue tease. Uh, it's got toggle and I couldn't even toggle my slope off on the, on the bush. Now I can toggle slope on or off. Oh. So if I'm playing in a tournament where it doesn't allow it, I can just flip it off. Don't have to have it. Buzz lock on magnet on the side sits nicely on the side of the cart. Even, you know, if you, if you're like me and you're getting better at doing that, it sits right there. Easy to find. Uh, the fit is good. It's not gaudy, big. It's not too small. It's, it, I mean, everything about it is great. Love them, and I love the price. Use coupon code DADBOD. Take 10% off an already incredibly low price. Get you a Blue Tees rangefinder. They got. I think they may still have the all-white one. They're going to do some Black Friday specials, so pay out. Mm-hmm. Pay attention for those. Bluetooth speakers, all kind of stuff. Blue Tees is just where it's at. So go get One your- of the college golfers – had it and she was using the magnet instead of sticking it like on her bag she was sticking it on, on the her, iron on her iron as yeah. she was going down the uh you uh, gotta pay i think attention. it was i think it was one of the oregon players i was like that's blue tees. you got blue tees there you go <laughs> we did that when i caddied that i uh, had the the bushnell one if mm-hmm. it would fall it fell off often i was i was gonna I, I, there was no doubt if we had one more round i would have lost that sucker so <laughs> anyway blue tees that's where it's at all right so uh, another thing we're going to last thing we're really going to talk about, and this could take a little bit. So uh, we finally had, we've pretty much had, we're finished the live tour season and we've had basically an article come out of uh, golf week where they essentially break down all the winnings uh, of everybody, like what all they want one cumulatively. And they compare that with their PGA tour winnings or, you know, other players on the PGA tour. And it's just so incredibly interesting. So I figured we'd go through the, you know, some of the big ones on the list and just, you know, you know, talk it out. So obviously the big one is Dustin Johnson, who won essentially everything all all year. Um on the live tour this year in eight events, he has won thirty-five million and six hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars. Thirty-five and a half million dollars in eight events uh, on the PGA tour. He in 15 years, he's earned just over double that in 15 years. Yeah. So uh, if, if he, if this holds true for next year, he will have come really close to matching his whole 15 year career in earnings. Um, 35 in, and a half go ahead. in 16 tournaments. In, well, they're going to play more next year, but still two years, two years. Um, the breaks down to ten and a half million dollars uh, in individual prize money, mm-hmm. seven million in team, and an eighteen million dollar bonus for winning the individual title. Uh, this is comparison, okay? 
Scotty Scheffler led the PGA Tour money list this past year, mm-hmm. $14 million in 25 events. So DJ nearly tripled that in one-third of the tournaments. That's crazy. He nearly That's tripled uh, basically two and a half or one and a half times, uh, two and a half times, yeah, uh, the the money in one-third of the events on the PGA Tour. Absolute and at 38 years old. <laughs> um, That's the thing is he's 38. I told you that the guys that are really cashing in on this are the guys in that limbo period, which DJ's not. DJ still can compete on the PGA Tour, but those guys that are uh, 35 plus, but they haven't hit that 50 championship year mark yet. And these guys are going and they're making more money in eight events than they made in friggin' 15 years on tour. Let's just say this. Uh, here's an. I mean, this is kind of a. I mean. He did win the $18 million bonus. So that's yeah. not going to, that shouldn't happen every year. But right. you take that away and he still won $18 million. So if, it, uh, so if you take away the bonus, he still made more money than Scotty Scheffler in one third of the events. He still made two, uh, he averaged still $2.2 million an event. And there may be three tournaments on tour all year that have a $2 million purse. It's just, uh, and he made it in eight events. He made he made two point two on average two point two per event without the bonus. Incre- absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, Brandon Grace. Okay, Brandon Grace is some. You have to be a really hardcore golfer to know who Brandon Grace is. But uh, he has uh, been on the PGA Tour for twelve years, and he's made about a million dollars a year every year. Uh, mm-hmm. So twelve million dollar, uh, yeah, twelve point two million. In tour earnings uh, in twelve years, he made sixteen point six this year. That's insane. So he made more years, in eight events than he did in twelve years. He made four million dollars more this year in eight events than he did in twelve years on the PGA Tour. That's, Biggest payday was four million. He won the Portland event, uh, and his team, uh, captained by Louis Susan, uh, also you add, they added another two million dollar in prize money uh, for the team, but they had to split that four ways. But still. Um, that ain't a bad payday. So yeah, th- these are the type of guys when they say, why, why would you give up the dream of the PGA tour? Because he just made $4 million more in eight mm-hmm. events than he made his entire career on tour. Absolutely. And again, take the eight, he got an $8 million bonus for coming in second for the whole year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take the 8 million away, take that 8 million away for the bonus. Let's say he doesn't come in second next year. He still won eight million dollars, and his yeah. career earnings on the PGA Tour is twelve. So he's he's three fourths of the way to his whole PGA Tour career in one year. If you take away that eight million dollar bonus, it's just that's just unfreaking believable. <laughs> the amount, yeah, the amount. Um, next on the list, this one, the the next two really kind of blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, or the next one for sure, uh, Peter Uline. Okay. Not, I mean, let's just be honest. Peter Uline, he's, I think he's gone back and forth from the PGA Tour to the Corn Ferry. He's, he's just sort of always been a fringe guy right there on the, on the line. It seems like all the time. Good player. Uh, he, his career ter- earnings on the PGA Tour is $4 million in 10 years. Okay. That's a, that's a journeyman. It's a grinder. Mm-hmm. It's a great living, but still $4 million in 10 years. Uh, and on the live tour this year, he's tripled that. Over tripled that twelve point eight million dollars in eight events. 
And it's going to get better because he joins the four aces next year. Oh, the dynasty that keeps on. Yes. The dynasty will find a way and he'll keep going. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, just crazy. Um, I'm going to skip Patrick Reed because nobody really cares. And plus, <laughs> plus he's made a ton of money. Um, Taylor Gooch. Okay. I got Taylor, it. We talk about a lot. We liked him when he was on the PGA Taylor. tour, uh, love, followed him. So Nate, big fan of Taylor Gooch. Yep. Um, and he was just sort of budding. He's only 30 years old. I would say he's one, he's probably got the brightest future of the young guys. You would, you would, I would say that, that could maybe, other than Cam Smith, that would go like win, that could go win majors. Like he's, right. a, he's a really good player. Um, $9 million in six years. It's not bad. It's a little over a million dollars a year. He's won 10.3 million this year. So he's out earned his six year PGA Tour career in one year uh, on the Live Tour. And I'm assuming it was just last or a year before last when he, because that was when he kind of came on board and we knew who he was. You know, his, he never earned more than 3.8 on the tour uh, in one year. And that was there towards, I mean, his first couple of years, he probably earned less than a million bucks, but uh, he earned 3.8 one year and he's still, his best year on tour, he made $3.8 million. In eight events this year, he made $10 million. Mm. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, the Everybody's favorite one to talk about is Pat Perez. Okay? Yes. Pat Perez, I didn't realize this. Pat Perez has been on the PGA Tour for 21 years. Okay? Uh, I, some, I, I don't know if it's just recently that he sort of butted his personality, sort of caught fire. But um, I didn't even really know who Pat Perez was until – I don't know if you remember the big break. Uh, maybe the one at Disney or the one – I don't know. His brother was on big break. Do you remember that? I don't even remember that. I, I remember and, – But he was Pat- on – he was basically on the show as he was Pat Perez's brother. I didn't even know who Pat Perez was at huh. the time. This was many, many years ago. He's been on tour for 21 years and he's made $28 million. So, you know, that's, that's pretty solid. A little over a million dollars a year. Lo- would love that in eight events this year playing like dog shit. He's won, he won $8 million, $8 million in eight events. So he went from winning just a little over a million dollars a year to winning one, uh, $1 million per event. Think about that. The, How the many- best- how many events did he play in those 21 years? I would say Oh my gosh. 400. He's a Yeah, he was a journeyman. Like he said I he was trying to plus quali- a year. He said he was trying to qualify for whatever he could possibly play in. Like he just wanted to make money. And and so that's why he's one that he got tired of grinding, man. This is perfect for him. Yes. And I love it because his quote, I love this. He said, "I just couldn't be happier." He said Sunday at the conclusion of the inaugural season. He said, "This is unbelievable." He's paid – so I guarantee you he played – let's just do this math really quick. So he played at least somewhere between 20 and 25 events in 21 years. So let's just say that's – let's say conservatively that's 500 events. Would you say that's a pretty conservative number that he probably I'd say played? that's a very conservative number because now that we know who he is and you and I – I mean, we don't hide the fact that we've listened to other podcasts that he's been on. And when he tells some of the stories about how he, you know, paid, played 50 events – you know, one year because let's just say 400 events. Let's say 400 events. Let's go really conservative. Okay. 
And four, so he's probably played 400 events at least over 21 years. That's $72,000 an event. It's not n- nothing to shake a stick at. $72,000 an event. Right. Having to play lights out because you got to keep your card. There's tons of pressure, whatever. He made $8 million an event this year. I mean, he made a million dollars per event this year. One million dollars. And he showed up at the end. He shot two under on the final day. That's the only, that's it. He literally, he he had the best round of his entire live career the last day of the tournament. How about this? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is great. He made $961,000 in individual prize money mm-hmm. and $7 million in team money. <laughs> yes. And look, was the life of the party when you would see social media, when they were in the plane that time, when they celebrated yeah. at the end, he was the number one guy that was having a good time. He knew. He knew. Like, oh. He's totally. even said people have had they're like, man, you 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 gained the system. He's like, hell yeah, I did, and I'm a lot richer for it. My wife loves me even more today than she did yesterday because of what I did. So love it. Good for him. I I've always I've always liked him. You were talking about you knew him from that until he started getting involved in podcasts and stuff. I knew his story from when he got kicked out of Arizona State. Um, I didn't know the details until he actually went on Faraday one night and explained the reasoning behind getting kicked out of Arizona State. Yeah, <laughs> and he basically wanted to fight his coach. So they were like, "Yeah, oh, wow. you got to, you got to go. go. You got to get off the team. You can't fight the head coach." <laughs> and he yeah. actually—that was before text messaging. He got kicked off the team while he was in San Diego partying, and, and like his coach called him and said, "Just don't bother coming back." Like that's great. <laughs> That's absolutely great. Like you, you, you've done enough. So his personality has been that way since he was 18, 19 years old. So I'm glad um, he's finally, you know, getting, getting the pub and he's getting to yeah. just chill, have fun, play golf and, and make money, uh, that he's, that he's earned from playing so many events and working so hard for 21 years. All right. Last one. We'll get out of here. Um, and this is the coolest one. I think Eugenio, Chikara, and I think the mm-hmm. reason this is so cool is because it's a huge gamble. He was at Oklahoma State mm-hmm. in the spring, following the in this spring, not like springs many springs ago, like this past spring. Yes, after the NCAA tournament, he goes. He leaves uh, college, joins the Live Tour. He made set, uh, essentially seven million dollars, six point yeah. nine million dollars. Played in seven out of the eight events. Uh, one in Bangkok. So his PGA tour earnings were zero. And then from graduate, from getting finished with college, uh, in, so in three months, three or four months, yeah. six, in three months, he made, he made $7 million in three months as 20, as a 22 year old golfer. And that's what, that's a recruiting. That's what you call a recruiting tool. <laughs> that is a recruiting tool. No, it it is because all these guys that are like, oh, they're just going for the money. Yeah, he's twenty two years old. He just made seven million dollars. Hell yeah, what are you he's gonna going do? for the money. Gonna, oh well, we he's got PGA Tour University. He 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 could have gone and played on the Corn Ferry Tour, you know, and made and grinded Here's his way thing. to hopefully. If he make wants a to do, if he wants to do that grind, Kyle, he can do that. He's twenty friggin' two years old. If he wants to if, to play on live for the next six years, if it lasts that long, and at the age of 28, 29, 30. He retire says, you know with, what? Retire after making 50 million. And he says, you minimum. know what? Now I'll go to Q school. How about that? And he wants to fight that grind. It's a hell of a lot easier to fight it with $50 million in your pocket than it is having to beg for sponsors to help you get 
to this tournament or ride this train to this tournament or ride in the back of a plane down to Peru or something like that. I mean, he'll be able to fly privately wherever he wants to go and play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm yeah. a big, big fan of, big fan of that. that that's awesome. Uh, very, very, I, very proud of him. Hate to get on this kick, but since we're talking about money and, and, and you and I have talked about this before, we need to make it a real thing where a lot of these other athletes and a lot of these other pundits quit judging people by how much money they make and how they make their money. Like, you know, it's none of your business how a guy get when somebody, why are they paying him that much? That's none of your business. Yeah. That's that that's it's not bad to make money. I'm yeah. tired of, I'm tired of hearing it. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean that's it, Harold Varner said it best. He's like, I want generational money so my great grandkids don't have to work. That's why I'm here. Mm, mm, Everybody's mm, like, mm. why would you say that? Well, because it's true. One. It's hundred percent true. Number two, it's none of your damn business the way the reason he wants to do it. Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, I want to say, this is one thing. I just think this is awesome. Um, Russell Henley, uh, won this past weekend yes, at the, uh, worldwide technology championship, Russell Columbus, Georgia, right down the road from us. Big, big fans of him. I think he has three or four wins now. Um, but a quote he had, I think is just, I think it's an awesome, I think it's an awesome quote um, after he won. He said that, uh, I don't see how it's possible that Tiger did this over 80 times, 80-something yeah. times. He's And that just, that I mean, and that's so true. Russell is a great player. He made it to Atlanta last year, and I think he's won his fourth, his fourth win, um, four PGA Tour wins. Mm. And he's an and he's an outrageous golfer, outrageous yeah. golfer. He's won four times, and Tiger won eighty two times, or yes. he's won eighty two times. Uh, just shows you how freaking great Tiger Tiger Woods is, and everybody acknowledges it and everybody respects it. But anyway, I thought that was a really cool co- uh, quote. Congratulations to Russell. Um, last thing before we go, um, weather. Lori getting- didn't li- Lori didn't like his uh, trophy because I was watching it downstairs before it came the chameleon. up. They were showing the uh, they were showing the highlights of him yeah. interview and, and showing that quote. And while he's up there, Lori's kind of paying halfway paying attention because she's watching her iPad and whatever, listening to podcasts that are not dad by a golf pod. And <laughs> so she looks up and she goes, "What the hell is that on stage with him?" I was like, "That's his trophy." Yeah, she goes, trophy. "Why is it so ugly?" And I was like, "That's not ugly. That thing looks awesome. It I'd is love to have cool. that. In the it house. is kind of cool. The chameleon trophy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, weather's getting a little cooler." You know what yes. that you know what that means? It means it's jogger season. Uh, especially here. Especially here. Because that it's 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 cool, but it's not cool enough to start wearing like fully long pants. So we're going joggers. Uh primo golf apparel. Uh okay. you guys, if you're if you want to to look good and you want to feel good, you need to try these things out. The material is fantastic. Uh the look is great. Um you got the the length options that you can customize or not really customize the link options that you can dial in how you want them to sit on your on your on, on the calves i like the yep. shorts i go third i go 34 short that's me 34 yep. short i want i want calves blazing so uh get ahead of the curve check out their amazing selection they got like 10 different colors uh materials great fit superb and there's definitely going to Turn heads is definitely going to be something uh, that you're going to get some conversation started. You could take 15% off your order using Dad Pod 15. 
take 15% off your order. So dad pod with a P dad. Love those guys. Love the primo joggers. Um, Hopefully I'm wearing some where we're going to play this weekend. We can't really, that we may be going to play. We can't talk about yet. So (laughs) uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Check us back later in the week. Uh, We'll, we'll be back again. So thanks Ben episode 244 of the dad bod golf pod. And we're always, always stroking. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.